We learn Chavis HaTalmidim, we have a short, until uh, 6, 6.30, 6.35, we'll is, so we'll try to, we'll try to learn as much as we can in that, in the, sh- in the short time that we have this morning. We're on page Kuf Samachai. Page Kuf Samachai. Where it says, Hine HaMishna Emeris. The Mishnah says The Mishnah says Whoever's wisdom Whoever's wisdom Is greater than his actions To what can this be compared? This can be compared to a tree who has many branches, but the roots are very weak, very few. So, and then when a strong gust, a strong wind comes, this tree that has that has weak roots will be blown away. That's a person who has more chokhmah than ma'isim. The ma'isim, the actions of a person, cause him to be more rooted in this world, causes attachment to be strong. Since this is the Adam Hasiyah, this is a world of actions. So when you have a person whose understanding, whose wisdom is great, but whose maizim are few, so then he's not, his mitzvah in this world is not properly grounded. And as a result of that, when the wind comes along, so even though he might be very intelligent, but when a wind comes along, since his maizim are weak, he's uprooted. His whole Yiddishkeit is uprooted. V'noven al pi pashit, mahi hamida limdaid ba is chachmasai imrubahi a maizim ruven. He says, how do we measure this exactly? Even though this Mishnah, we all know this Mishnah, we quote this Mishnah, how does one measure the balance between wisdom what a person knows and what a person does that we shouldn't got to be like such people who know more than they do and as a result of that their Yiddishkeit is weak we've seen much of that so how do we how do we measure how do we measure the balance so he says now remember this mimer is on the subject of learning which he's slowly gradually moving into how should a person how should we approach a chassidish so he asks a very very basic question how is it permitted how is it permitted to learn the Zayar Kaddish and other Swam Kaddishim Shemadabr Me'inyanim Gavayim that deal with very exalted subjects Va'ilamis, Atzilas, Briya, the Yitzira that deal with the higher levels of spirituality with the higher dimensions of reality How is that allowed for people like us? Ha'im Nala Ba'ilamis Eilu Ve'loma Ein Gam Limun Hazech Achmas Mimaisa when, re- when regular people like us attempt to learn attempt to learn Swam that are dealing with the highest subjects, with the highest ilamas, doesn't that place us into the category of Chachmosa, Marubim, Maisev? Our actions certainly, the way that we live in this world certainly doesn't seem to warrant learning these exalted Chachmas, learning these great Chachmas. 
So how he's, he's asked before you even begin to before you begin to really learn how to learn a chassidish sefer. The question is, why would that be permitted for people like us? Why would that be permitted? Amaisim, amaisim certainly are not uh, are not so strong. Amaisim, amitzvahs are certainly not on the madrega that learning Zohar Kaddish, learning things from the Ariya Kaddish, from the Svarma Kaddishim would not, it seems, would not uh, cause us to be, God forbid, in that in that, that way of Chachmasam Merubim Maisa, that our Chachma is more than our Maisa. For people like us, for people like us to learn Chachma Elakis and it seems almost outrageous and that's why there are, there are people that don't, there are people that don't, they say look I'm not holding by these things, and uh, and how am I allowed? Why would I be allowed to learn such things? I'm not even talking about Kabbalah. I'm not talking about Kabbalah. But you learn that you learn the Svarma Kadashim. Obviously, the Svarma Kadashim are filled with Inyanic Kabbalah. Are filled with with uh, with discussions of of the Eilamis of higher matters, and, and we're not holding by these things. And this was a, this throughout history has been the subject of a huge machlaikis, the ongoing machlaikis about how much of Torah should be revealed and how much needs, needs to remain concealed, bechlal and bechrat, especially in our generation. And even among the Talmud of Baal it wasn't possible. There was machlaikis against the Balatanya because, because there were other tzaddikim, there were other tzaddikim who felt that the, that the Balatanya was Involved in revealing Saitis Atayra, secrets of Torah that shouldn't have been revealed to the masses. That was also part of the Machlokes against Rabbi Nachman Bresler. Even though Rabbi Nachman all the time, spoke all the time about Pashtas simplicity, he was far from simple, and his teachings were far from simple. And there were times. And what happened between the Rabbi Baruch Mezbitzer and, and the Baltanya, between the, the Tzaddik of Bavim Kalisker and the Baltanya, even a Difference between the Rebbe Pinchas Karitzer and the Balatanya. These are not simple matters. And the bigger question is the question of Chachmosam Beruba Bemaisa. Who are we? Who are we? So sometimes, sometimes when somebody asks me, he says, "You know, I don't know." I, uh, you know, a person when a person says that I'm afraid, I have this this funny thing that so maybe if I maybe if I learn if I learn this form, maybe I'll go crazy. Saying that, yeah. I would say, don't give yourself that much credit. You're going to go crazy. You're going crazy from you're going crazy from television and from the internet. You're not going crazy from from Kedusha Slavy. Somebody like you is not going crazy. They think they think that they're going to open. I said, if there's anything you don't understand, it's not going to make you crazy. You just you know, you're just not going to understand it. The biggest shaila is what the Rebbe is asking here. But they're always going crazy. Those people in the past that they that they went crazy, those were very 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 big people. The issue here is Chachmosam Ruben Maisa. It's not someone opening up the Zayir and, and, and uh, losing their mind. The problem is people gaining access to certain knowledge. And you can go to the store and you know, the things that are being translated, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's uh, shocking. And, and, and the question of Chachmosam Ruben Maisa. Now, even if somebody is shown a mitzvah, obviously to open up one of the Swamakadoshim. Without a person being Shemesh Shabbos, God forbid, is itself a pella. 
and um, and how that should be handled, we're not going to go into. Because there's also there are also problems like that, and there's the question of it. Okay, but if the maybe if the person taka learns kedushas levi, or he learns a little piece of non elamelech, it'll help him become it'll it'll help him become shem mitzvahs. And and there are those who have taken that approach. But they're not even talking about people who are not Shem and Mitzvahs. They're people who are Shem and Mitzvahs, but they're not holding by what it says in the Kedushas Levi. And they're not holding by what it says in the Yisvan. So what about, what, about the, what about the problem of the Mishnah, of Misha, Chachmas, Mub, Maisev, that we're becoming people who have a lot of ideas, our actions, our Maisem Taivim are, are extremely limited. Aren't we like the trees that do not have roots that reach deep into the earth, and God forbid if a wind comes along, we could be blown away. That's the question. Now the response of the the response of the Baltanya. The response of the Baltanya when the Rebbe the Pinchas Karitzer, I'm sure many of you remember. I'm not going to go into the whole story, but it once happened that the Rebbe Pinchas Karitzer, who saw the Balshamtiv, he was by the Balshamtiv, that the Rebbe Pinchas Karitzer found some notes, some ksavim of Chassidus that some, for some reason they were left out and they were on the street. They, f- they blew away someplace and they were on the street. And the Rebbe Pinchas Karatsa was unbelievably upset. And he went with a taina to the Balatani. He says, do you see now what's happening to the Divili Kimchaim? Look what's happening. Look what's happening to Chesidus. It's like blowing around in the streets and sending up, you know, uh, in cyberspace. So what, what's going to be? And the Pinchas Karatsa was very upset. And he had a taina that the Balatani is giving over in Yonim and that... Uh, and that People who don't even know how to keep uh, take care of uh, take care of these secrets are, are, are they're being left around and things. As you find the paper on the street and see this, what is this? So the Balatani responded by saying, a marshal, a very deep marshal. The marshal that he gave was of of a um, of a prince that was dying, and that there was only. There was, there was only one was determined by a doctor not going to all the protein even though the protein were all important but there was a there was a great there was a great doctor who determined that the only thing that could save the life of, of the prince if, is if there would be a if there would be a uh, serum a medicine that would be made by a certain thing that is available or that grows only in some you know some some distant place in the world and then maybe maybe if he has a drop of this it could restore him. It could it could bring him back to life. So, the um, so the, the the story was that uh, they were able to they were able to get this at the last moment, at the last moment um, to to uh, to force the mouth of the prince open and to give him to give him a drop. And it's true that it was that it was possible that that if it would be too much it could kill him as well but there was no other way to save the life of the of the prince and the nimshal without again i didn't go into all the proper details but the nimshal of course of the baltani was that the jewish people are the prince the jewish people are now in this terrible terrible matzav of his alphas of falling asleep and of losing all contact with hashem and even though the baltani agreed with the card so that that these are dangerous drugs these dangerous Drugs that could either give life or take away life, but under the circumstances that since the prince is dying, and there's no hope, as in the story, the Baltani said that the king said the king said, well, what when they told him don't do it, it could kill him. So the king said, what's the tachlis? 
if he dies, if he dies and I don't give it to him, so for sure he's going to die. And if he dies, then my mouthless is finished. Then the kingdom is over. If he lives, so then I, my mouthless will have my mouthless will have a hemshich. My mouthless will continue. And the Tanya was saying that, that of course, the mouthless of Hashem, that if the Jewish people, if the Jewish people, God forbid, lose our connection to Hashem, so then what's the point of creation? And there's no mouthless. Although it's true that it's dangerous stuff, but what's the what's the point of the mouthless? And the, therefore, the prince, at the end of time, uh, needs to have his mouth forced open to have a tiny little drop, enough that we could take of of divelikim chaim, of the words of the living God, to give us back our lives and to give us back our souls. But there certainly is a risk involved, and the tiny was aware of that. So the Rebbe explains, So. He says here an extremely important thing. The Rebbe says a very big yisoid, and this is connecting to what we were learning the past few weeks regarding his explanation of that every Jew has within him a koyach something of uh, something of that deeper, deeper koyach of nevuah, some sensitivity to godliness that is not of this world. So now he explains. And all of this fits together with with his approach to learning Chassidus It's known that every Jew possesses a nefesh, ruach, neshama, that everybody knows. Those are the three that are up in lights. We've heard about, but then you have the other two that unless you've learned this from Akadoshim, you've never heard of. Those are called Chaya and Yechida. Hanefesh Ruach Neshama Mishkanan Begufa Adam. And we've been taught that the three Kaychas of Naran, Nefesh Ruach Neshama, are, are manifested and revealed through the body of a person. Hanefesh Bekaved, we've spoken about this many times, this, the Nefesh operates through the liver. Haruach Balev, and the Ruach through the heart, and the Shama and the Neshama through the mind of a Jew. However, the two Kaychas of Chai, Kaychas and Nefesh that are called Chai and Yechida, that we're not going to talk about now what they are, that's not the point. But the two, these two Kaychas of Chai and Yechida are Gedoilus and Kedoshes Hain Harbe Megufai. They're so great and they're so holy that they, they cannot enter into the body of a person. The body can't contain, cannot contain Chayichida. The EF Shalahan is slavish by, and they cannot be, Chayichida are so great that they cannot be enclosed in the physical body. So where are they? How do they relate to each and every one of us? Chayichida. Rakni Ma'al Lagufai, Shores Umakifais Aisai. Chai Yechida hover over the body of each and every one of us. Each, each one of us have our own particular Chai Yechida that are hovering over us, that are in a state of Merachefes, of Mati Mati, touching and not touching. Like Al-Gaizel of Yerachai from this week's parasha, like the mother that hovers over the little ones in the nest, and just ever so slightly above and touches and then and, and rises and touches and rubs. But is not actually is not actually 
entering into the body. Chayn Yechida are not entering into the body, but they're Shariyas or Makifas, so they surround and hover above it. Lo Shahin Yutaros, that one shouldn't think that that means that they're unnecessary or that they're just like, you know, like deluxe special, you know, extra special things that you don't need because it's not inside of it, that's not true, God forbid. Bein Ha'ish, Sarek Lahen Chasasho. Adarab. No, no, just the opposite. Ikaris Hainlai. Ulechol HaNefesh Ruch Neshamashol. No, no, the Chayin Yechida are very essential to his whole life and to his Nefesh Ruch Nesham. So, what, what does this mean? He says, let's use an example. Obviously, it's not completely uh, similar to the... It can't, it, it's not identical to the Nimshal. That's whenever we're talking about Ruchnizdegi things, we can't... Uh, ever really, the Nimshal can't ever really... The Moshal and the Nimshal can never really be perfectly coordinated. But, it helps. If a person has a container or a barrel, a container, and he has a spout through which the water or the wine are being poured into the, into the dish or into the bowl. The only thing that actually, the only part of that, of that entire container or that apparatus that actually goes into the, into the bowl or into the glass would be would be the, the this that spout which is not the entire obviously it's not the whole barrel or container it's just it's just a little narrow that little narrow piece that 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 allows the wine or the water to go to go just into the into the cup but of course the main part of the the main part of the of the um of this, of this uh, big pitcher or barrel, whatever the main part is, the the uh, the, the body of the the body of the uh, of the kli. The entire pitcher that, or barrel that contains all of the water and all of the wine, and that part is nisha. That's totally above the glass. Or it's above the bowl that you're going to pour it into. That doesn't have a relationship. That doesn't have a relationship with the uh, with the bowl. If a person has like nowadays, they have these water coolers. So you have some ten gallon some ten gallon thing that has a, really that's the ikker. That's the main part. Uh, the ten gallons of water, and then you have that thing, that little spout, and that that's very narrow. It's minhametsa, and that little minhametsa is what is what relates to the cup. The, the whole the whole ten gallon thing doesn't have a kesher a yachas it seems with the cup because if it would then the cup would be destroyed and everything would be messed up. Kain haor v'hakadusha, so it is with the light and with the holiness. Asher nimsa bekerev ish Yisrael, which is found within a Jew. And that's the ikr and the atzmas of a Jew is this light and this kedusha. It's his essence. Kedusha ilah We have to realize that who a Jew is, what a Jew really, really is, is not the is not what we just see in the spout, right, or uh, in, the, in the in the in the cup, in the dish, in the bowl. But it's Kedusha Ilah. 
the atmos, the essence of a Jew is a kedusha, an exalted kedusha. It comes from the highest worlds. Now you see the way that we always grew up thinking about this, which is a terrible, terrible mistake that that has had very, very bad influence upon our lives. The way that we think of this is, oh, I know that I have a great neshama. If you interview any person, they'll tell you I have a great neshama. That neshama gave it to me many years ago when I was born, and then you know, I'm, then I you know I messed stuff up and I got messed up and because my parents and my school and my rebellion and you know everything else. And because of that, my neshama was, you know. But this happened a long time ago. There's a mice from 40 years ago, 50 years ago, whatever it is. A mice a mice that the neshama was, that the neshama was 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 placed in, inside of me. So the Rebbe says, what a terrible mistake that is. Demis is that the neshama's kedusha ilom elunz achilinim hivin iskatam is tamsuma ad leruach b'nei hanevim. Really, really. The the essence of a Jew is something which is continually continually being poured from a, a place beyond this world, and it's only that it goes through a little. It has to go through a spout, a merchav, in order to be contained within the kalim that you and I can live with, and that we should have free choice. So it goes through many many tzimtzumim, many constrictions, and it becomes less and less and less. When it's tamsim aduruach benihavim till it ends up. Within us, and this mysterious thing that's called Ruach Bnei Hanavim, that's who we are. So at least when the Ruach of Bnei Hanavim, when the Nevim were around, the real Nevim, that was already Ruach Bnei Hanavim. But then it goes even, it comes out in even a smaller way, which is a tiny spark of Bnei Hanavim, Hamachal Derenu. In in our in our generation, it's a tiny little spark of that amazing, of that amazing, amazing barrel full of of kedusha and of light. That makes its way into into the body of a Jew of this generation. Only that little bit that in our present diminished state, where we're living in such a way where our ma'asim are certainly not the way they should be, and our guf and our bodies are so unrefined and impure that that there's only. A little bit that can be, like the time you said, that drop of life-giving medicine. There's only a little bit that the body can deal with in accordance to its mida of refinement and, and tahara and pureness that it could be, that it's able to contain. That little amount enters into into us, each and every one of us in this generation, and becomes enclosed in us. It becomes enclosed as a neshama. In other words, that drop that comes in, it's a, it's a tiny little bit because we can't, we're just so, we're, we're so far from, from Kedusha, so it would, it would kill us. So there's only a little drop. And from that little drop, up, up, the neshama part of it is mislabish in the moyach. That's enclosed in the brain. Leruach belev, and the ruach is enclosed, enclosed in the heart. Lenefesh bekavit in the liver. Kol kli kafimidas kabbalasa midazushal kedushim kabbalas. Each kli, according to its ability to receive, receives this kedusha. Hakavit dushar kli haguf agasim, the liver and the other more unrefined, coarse parts of the body. Rak chelikotin mekavim receive only a small 
a small part. And that becomes the nefesh. That's called the nefesh. That's called the nefesh. It all comes from one place. It's just it's a question of how far does it descend and to what kind of a kli is it poured. And the kaikh of the nefesh is only lahachiasaguf, is only to give life to the body. the heart, The heart is more a refined part of who we are. Even in our generation, the heart is certainly more refined than the liver. So therefore, Khedlik Yoiser Shal Or Makabal is able to receive a greater portion of light. And that in our lives is called the Ruach and our Midas. And the mind has the capacity to receive even more. And that's the Neshama and holy understanding. However, from the Nefesh, Ruach and Neshama on all levels, this is coming from the unbelievable barrel that's that that this mashpech mimalo that's above the person ikr also the ikr or the ikr light and the ikr kedusha is above what the person can receive and this is what's called vehein hayechida vachaya this is called the yechida and the chaya of the soul that hovers above meaning that it's in the contain it's in that larger picture but our our bodies are not able to receive it in this world but it's being poured through the spout and then takes on the form when it enters into the body so that which goes into the into the liver is the nefesh what goes into the heart is the ruach and what goes into the mind is the neshama that's like the broad wide space in the container in the picture, she is by Meharbi or Ukadusha, Vahanishama Ruach Vanefishin is Tamsum Yasinachnasam by. Only the only part that the only the only um, spirituality that can actually flow into the Jewish person, into the body, is that which becomes the Nefesh Ruach and the Nishama. But the Chaya and Yechida are constantly the chai and yechida are constantly, constantly um, there, and the chai and yechida are are being poured into the person. It's just that as it travels through the as it travels into the guf, so the guf can only receive that which takes on the form of nefesh ruach and nisham. Let's let's try. Yeah, we have five minutes. And, and we should know that it's not only chay and yichida that, it, 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 that the big the big container or the big picture is not only chay and yichida where it comes from. comes comes from Hashem Himself. Really, who a Jew is is something which is being poured. Even chay and yichida already. Even the chay and yichida that hover over each and every one of us are are infinitely lower. And after many tzimtzumim coming from the master of the world himself, from the atzmius, nimshach nistalshom nistamsim adi yechida v'chayeshalo. It descends and is constricted till it comes to the chayin yechida from Hashem. Avakevich on the medabim atomipotos kol ishi yisrael levado. 
In other words, we, we can't, because we're talking about Or and Kedusha that come from the highest place And it comes even, even higher than Chayin Yechida When you're talking about When you're talking of, some, of that kind of, of Ruach Of Ruchnis that's above Chayin Yechida We can't differentiate and distinguish between Reuven and Shimon and Levi Between one person and another person We only begin to know who Reuven is and Shimon is When it comes to his particular spout that spout that it travels through of Reuven and Shimon and then it enters into the body of Reuven and Shimon to become Nefesh Ruch Nesham is what we're talking about. We can only say this is the Nesham of Reuven. The Ruch of Shimon or the Ruch of Shimon. In other words, imagine that we have we have a, a pitcher and the pitcher, uh, uh, from the pitcher we have a spout, and the, from, from that spout goes into a cup. But of course what supplies the pitcher is a much larger barrel. And that, that could be a huge barrel in the, in the, uh, in the warehouse. And we have, then we have something that goes to the pitcher and that goes to the cup. And from that, and from that barrel that goes in the warehouse, there are many, many pipes that are going out to, to all the, to, to many, many pitchers, right? Those, that one, it could be one huge, one huge, huge barrel, or one, you know, uh, tremendous, like yeah, with with, a, with with water, a huge reservoir, and from there it goes out and brought them. So that place where it begins, we can't yet call Reuven and Shimon Alevi. Shimon and that's that's the place where all Jews are, are completely one. But it goes back to this place. Chavi's big barrels, one big barrel. We can't identify with a particular cup. We can't. We can't. We don't see the connection between the cup in this guy's house and Reuven's house and some and some huge uh, reservoir, you know, upstate. Therefore, it doesn't have a particular. Of course, it's connected because it comes from there, but it doesn't have a Shimon Reuven connection. The barrel is itself. doesn't have a connection to the individual cup or bowl. The So we call it the kiluach. All we see it is as the the way that we see it is that the, that the big that big barrel or that huge or, or that, that that huge reservoir that that is the that is gushing water. But we don't see and we don't know what connection it has. From the way that it's beginning, gushing out of the reservoir, how does that? What, what connection does that have to Moshe Kapoya, you know, in his in his uh, apartment in, uh, in his apartment in the Lower East Side? You know, we don't see the connection. The only connection. Where, where is there a connection? That's with the that's with the pitcher for that particular person. I guess in the person's house, the the, the, the water the water heater, right? In that person's house, so the, that, that's how it works. The nation is something if you put it as like a construction of a cup, because then it then it adapts to the particular individuated cup or bowl of that person, and what it could contain. We're going to talk about the neshama of klal yisrael. That that's in the reservoir. We'll talk about that. So it, so when that comes from the reservoir, then it enters to the to that individual person. That 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 um, big pitcher that's above the glass that's called chayin yichida. 
even though it's above the body, it's just like the spout or the pitcher that is above the cup or the or the bowl. The Oh, but at least here, we can at least say, ah, this is the Chayin Yechida of Reuven and Shimon. We can't say that that's Reuven and Shimon. So we're not talking about that. But of course it all comes from that one reservoir. But that, we're not talking about Reuven and Shimon. Reuven and Shimon is, is that particular is that particular chayin yichide that's above? It's above. It's in the it's in the big thing. It's not going the spout. It goes through the spout, and the person, the individual person, Reuben, he receives in accordance to his the refinement of his mind, his heart, and his liver that become nefesh ruach neshama. But he has a chayin yichide that's that's in that particular particular mashpech that's being poured into him. Now, now we'll understand how this plays itself out and how of course this already we begin to understand how this answers the question of how is it possible for people like us to learn from that are dealing with exalted matters the answer is what the Rebbe is going to explain is that each and every one of us is exalted and we're going to have to we're going to have to learn of course we're going to begin this is already going to take us a little while because I think the next year is only um, after after Sukkot in this year. So, because it comes out, Arab Sukkot is uh, not going to have. So then, after Mitzvah, we'll continue. I'll, I'll, obviously, I'll, I'll chaz a little bit, and we'll, we'll take it up from there. Shukran.